A Gentleman Always, a weekly discussion of gentlemanly topics. Visit us on the web at agentlemanalways.com. Call the show at 480-788-4368. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Patrick and Damian James. Welcome to another episode of the Gentleman's Podcast. I'm your host, Damian James, and I'm here with Ryan Patrick. And this week, uh, we have a few announcements to make. We are now on iTunes, and we are also on Stitcher. Stitcher is a uh, smart radio app available for a number of platforms, uh, iPhone, iPad, and Android devices. And you can play the show. You don't have to subscribe to it. And it just streams... And it's really, really easy. So uh, go to Stitcher.com. It's free. And uh, be sure to give us a little thumbs up button or rate the show, depending on which platform you listen to. So um, this week, uh, I learned about something new. And this is called a tanning sock. (laughs) Would you care to venture what a tanning sock is? Yeah, I, I got this one on the first guess. So a tanning sock would probably be a Red Hot Chili Peppers-esque sock that one puts over one's junk in a tanning sock. And that would be the correct answer. That is actually what a tanning sock is. Um, I've never been to a tanning salon. I'm not sure if the idea would have occurred to me, but I would imagine that your private bits may get a little crispy if you don't have that tanning sock on, because that's pretty much the most sensitive part of you, and it's elevated above the rest of you. And I don't know if it's like an oven where if something sticks up more, it gets more UV rays or not. Maybe that's why in porn, guys' junk always seems so much darker than the rest of them. Hmm. Guys in porn always seem really tan. Maybe the the junk is that much closer to the UV rays, and they don't wear their tanning socks. That is a really interesting idea, and... I don't know if someone should test this or not. (laughs) Maybe one of our listeners who has some experience will call in. Tell us about how these things work. Because have you ever gone to a tanning salon? No, never. I haven't either. And um, I'm pretty white. And I just decided early on that I was just going to pick a color and stick with it. (laughs) (laughs) And I've done a pretty good job with that. Let's see. So we've had a number of emails regarding our special on uh, online dating. We had Samantha Lee on uh, last week and the week before, and she was telling us little stories about online dating and a female's perspective. And uh, uh, one listener writes in, he didn't leave his name, but he he says, uh, what is your opinion on cock shots and when is an appropriate time to send one? For those of you who aren't familiar with it, um, which would be, um, I don't know who isn't familiar with cock shots because it seems like most men send them and most women get them, but a cock shot is a photograph of one's genitalia and it is sent to someone over the internet and a lot of guys, from what I hear, will actually lead off by sending in a cock shot. Someone requests a picture, someone requests a face picture. It doesn't do much good because men have a tendency, and um, I definitely fall into this to a degree, have a tendency to just scroll through profiles, 
look at the picture, next one, next one, next one, until you find a picture that you like, which I think is a time-effective way of doing it because if you're not able to, uh, you know, connect on the, you know, at least some basic physical level, well, what's the point in doing a bunch of reading? Uh, <laughs> so, but a lot of guys, um, they, they don't stop there. They, they continue not reading and they just go ahead and send a cock shot. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know that this has ever worked regardless of the site, um, be it an adult site or a, a normal dating site. I, have not heard any positive stories regarding cock shots from Neither women. Yeah. I can't imagine that that would be successful very often. They, I, I think that there's the tendency for guys to think that women are uh, attracted to the same thing sexually that guys are, and guys would absolutely, I, I would absolutely love it if somebody sent me a muff shot or a boob shot. So I think a lot of guys assume, oh, well, she'll like my cock shot. But I don't think that anybody has ever thought to themselves, man, that's a beautiful cock. I'd really like to date that. <laughs> right. And I'm not sure if if that's the true objective, if men who send cock shots are actually trying to arouse the partner, or if it's just like, if you could do this in real life, I think an equivalent would be just running up to someone, slapping your cock in their face, and <laughs> running away. Knowing that they wouldn't yeah. be interested, but it would just be something like, you know, it's like rape isn't a crime of love, it's a crime of violence. You know, it's not a crime of lust, it's a crime of violence. Um, I would guess that it's it's probably pretty evenly split. People that realize what they're doing, that they aren't, that they get off on somebody else seeing their cock. Mm -hmm. And people who just don't quite realize what they're doing. I bet you, I bet you that there's a good mix of both of those in there. So cock shots... Um, the women that I have asked say it is never an appropriate time to send an unsolicited picture of one's genitalia. Unsolicited is, is an operative word there, though. I mean, like, I, I imagine that after you've seen the cock in real life, that a cock shot after that point might be cute or funny to, to, to go on. Right, it road. could be cute, funny, or possibly even arousing if you already know the person. If you already know the cock, if you've already had some experience with that cock, have gotten to know it in person. <laughs> exactly. But before there is actual real-world experience with the cock, a photograph of the cock is not generally going to work out that well. Um, but I always reserve the right to be wrong, and I would love to get some call-ins or some emails from uh, both men and women. Men, um, do you send cock shots? Have you ever had a positive response from a cock shot? And why do you send cock shots if you do send cock shots? You know what? I, I didn't even think about this until just now, but I, I imagine that it might be more successful in the gay community than it would be in the straight community. I think everything's more successful in the gay community. And I, I you know how they have those programs where you go and pray away the gay? Like you, they, they have various, uh, you know, if you actually go on the Internet and do a little research, it's kind of Clockwork Orange-esque where they will try to make you feel physically sick while you are watching, like, gay porn. And the yeah. idea is to associate these feelings of sickness um, with, uh, with gay porn so that you won't like it anymore. And um, I don't know many cases where that has worked well. Um, 
that's another cool thing. If, if anybody has any experience with Pray With Gay programs, please call us in and uh, share your experience. Yeah, I can't imagine that that would be too successful. I can't imagine somebody being successfully causing me to be not be attracted to women. Yeah. Or, by the same token, successfully causing me to be attracted to men. I think that it would be pretty difficult to, to force that in there. I agree, but if there was a program that worked, I think that we would have a much bigger program. Um, you know, if, if gay people could be made into straight people, then it follows that straight people could be made into gay people. And I think that there would be a line around the block of guys that wanted to become gay or at least by, because you have to think about it. If you are out there dating... Because of opportunity? Yeah, yeah. If you're out there looking for sex, and a lot of guys, when they're dating, they're just looking for sex, and a lot of guys never really get to a point where they, they want commitment. It's just kind of something that, that happens because they're in the right relationship, and, and everything kind of happens, but not a lot of guys set out to do that. Yeah. Um, to, to get that sort of committed monogamous relationship. And it seems like if you're just out looking for sex and you're around a bunch of other guys who are out looking for sex, that everybody would be having a lot of sex. And from what I hear from my gay friends, um, it is kind of like that. And I think that uh, that if there was a program where you could... Um, Let's see. Pray away the gay. What would the reverse be? Um, uh, well, gay away the prey would be a, a different, interesting program. <laughs> gay but, away the prey. <laughs> but maybe uh, I don't know. We'll have to come up with an idea for this this uh, this program. If you have any um, any suggestions for names, please call us or uh, send us an email. Um, <laughs> but I think there would be a much bigger. Uh, uh, a much bigger popularity with the uh, the the straight to gay program rather than the uh, the gay to straight program. Yeah, probably. I, I know that there are certain times in my life that I, oh, I wished I was gay. It would have made things so much easier. <laughs> I mean, right right off the bat, if you could at least be bi, then you're opening up your chances to another half of the population. Mm-hmm. And you know, aside from the uh, you know, the social uh, stigma that is still around, in, in, especially in many parts of the country, if you get past that, mm-hmm. if you could get past that, you've got a lot of advantages. You've got somebody that, you know, um, is more likely to, uh, to, to be, a, you know, a career person and a financial contributor. You've got somebody that's automatically, you don't have to worry about birth control. Um, <laughs> and you've got somebody that's going to be interested in having sex about as often as you want to have sex. So do we have any other uh, emails this week? Uh, Let's see. Do we have any other emails? This email comes to us from Dan in Rhode Island, and Dan writes, As a gentleman... I tried to find ladies online that share common interests, and I found one particular lady who mentioned that she was very interested in water sports. And being a big water polo player myself, I thought that we would get along great. 
and I was uh, unpleasantly surprised when I found out what her idea of water sports is. Could you please review some of the uh, definitions or slang that I am likely to encounter on personal's website so that this does not happen again? And of course, water sports would be a reference to uh, one person peeing on another, typically, pee play. Um, that's water sports. Uh, another thing that you could be interested in is uh, TV. If someone mentions TV, it's not television. That's transvestite. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that one. <laughs> okay, TS uh, is very similar. Um, does not mean uh, tell shit. It means transsexual. ATM? ATM? <laughs> um, at the moment? Ass to mouth. Ass to mouth. Okay. <laughs> ATM, definitely a good one to know. Um, BBW, uh, big, beautiful woman. This is a plus-size woman who is happy with her size. Um, let's see. A can refer to Asian, as in SAF, single Asian female. Um, bi would refer to bisexual, not bilingual. Let's see. Not that you can't be both. You can definitely be both. Let's see. Um, DDF. That stands for drug and disease free, has no diseases, uses no drugs, and intends to stay that way. Don't get this confused with DTF. Which is? Down to fuck. That is true. <laughs> you will most often see this in uh, females' profiles used in the negative. I am not DTF, so don't bother. I have seen that many, many times. I have never seen it used in the positive sense. That, that's one of those things that shows up in guys' profiles, though. I, that You see a guy saying, I'm looking for a DTF female. I don't think that that's necessarily a good idea to put in there, even if that is what you're looking for. Unless, right. you're, on an, unless you're on an adult site, unless you're on like Adult Friend Finder or something like that. Of course, that's what you're looking for. But in normal sites, even if you are DTF, it might be better to use some uh, some other words to just kind of slide it in there sideways. Like, I would like to get coffee sometime. <laughs> I live a very I live a very active lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Veronica? Yeah. You're on the podcast. No way. <laughs> Are you available for some political commentary? Um, I guess so. It sounds I'm like I just woke of, you up. Yeah, I was kind of sleepy. And I'm like still a little bit trashed from last night. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you... I can't tell by my voice. Are you sure you're you're up for the the political commentary? Uh, so we can give it a shot. Okay. Um, so you're have you on the phone. <laughs> have you been following the uh, Republican presidential uh, primary? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Who is your favorite for the Republican presidential nomination? <laughs> My favorite. Huh? 
Your very um, favorite. I know you can only pick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Santorum, just for comedy's sake. Uh-huh. Santorum, of course, uh, having been redefined on the Internet as the frothy mix of lube and fecal matter that is sometimes the byproduct of anal sex. <laughs> I have to say, Santorum would definitely be the most entertaining if he keeps running. That is true. He has some eccentricities, but really all the candidates do. Going back, uh, I guess it would be almost two weeks now because the podcast is on a little bit of a delay. We record a couple episodes and then we release them. So do you recall Mitt Romney, or actually not Mitt Romney, it was Rush Limbaugh, couple weeks ago making a comment about how um, women who think that contraception should be covered by their health plan are essentially prostitutes because they want other people to pay for them to have sex. Yes, yes, I uh, definitely remember that. Do you agree with that? Uh, Definitely not. (laughs) And why not? Um, It's just flawed thinking in general. I was a flawed. Rush Limbaugh lays out his case very clearly. He says, money goes in, contraception, sex. We want the videos online. Right. Right. Because, you know, my 16-year-old virgin niece who uses it for her acne is obviously a slut. Okay. Um, (laughs) Now, Mitt Romney made a comment on this. Uh, they they were asking everyone in the Republican world their opinion on this, and Mitt Romney had a very interesting response. He said, that's not the language that I would have used. Right. What now, do you think this is a strong enough rebuttal? Cross- he would have maybe said uh, prostitute instead of what? I would go with something more uh, oh. appropriate like... Uh, no, I don't think that. I think Mitt Romney is a gentleman. I don't think he would use a word like hoe. I think he would say uh, harlot. Harlot or uh, slat of the evening. Woman of the evening. <laughs> uh, uh, trollop. Trollop would be a good one. Trollop. Yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of thing that you get in an Asian restaurant. <laughs> I'll have two trollops and a side of duck sauce, please. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like something that would come on a stick. <laughs> it yeah, it does. <laughs> but, uh, my favorite thing about Mitt Romney is the, the, the story about the family dog when they took him on vacation. Did you hear that one? No, please tell us the story. Okay, well, they went on vacation, they took the dog, and he had the dog in its kennel on the roof. Uh-huh. And the thing, yeah, and it, uh, you know, was so scared it shit all over himself. And so they pulled over, and he hosed the dog down, and they went right back along their merry way. Was the dog still on the roof? Yes. Well, it so, would seem that the problem has been solved because the dog can no longer shit itself unless they feed it something, right? Right, right. <laughs> but it, just, if, if, if that's, you know, how he treats animals... Uh, no, no, you could look at this another way. Um, you know, when have you ever ridden a roller coaster? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I love roller coasters. You love roller coasters, but when was the, the first time that you rode one, and were you scared out of your mind? Were you scared That's, literally yeah, shitless? <laughs> it could be like a roller coaster for the dog, and the dog could really love it once it gets used to it. Yeah. It's a forced roller coaster. He just needs to go on a few more trips. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Is there anything else in the political world that has captured your attention lately? Really, the main thing for me is the all the women's rights that are they're trying to trample on and you know i thought that the whole abortion issue was resolved before i was even born oh just, you thought wrong it, it, yeah it's just crazy to me that it's even coming out well i i don't even i don't think that this is even a real debate i think that this is all just political rhetoric it's just positioning more than anything else and i doubt that that anything will come of it especially with contraception considering that so many people use contraception i i don't think that that would be a a wise political move to actually say that oh we're going to make contraception illegal it's just uh trying to to appear more more right than the other person? I mean, right in the sense of right wing. Right, but this is all, uh, you know, there are a number of issues that are tied into each political party, and what's disappointing, especially about American politics, is it tends to get rather childish, and people spend a lot of time talking about things that are not of consequence in terms of either our finances uh -huh. or what government should be doing in the first place. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Well, they're just, they're wedge issues. It's, I mean... When Bush was in office, he had, uh, there was a Republican majority for six years, and they never did anything on abortion, and they're not going to. It's just something they use to get people fired up to try to get them to vote for them. Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly what I was saying before. I, I really think that it is more just political rhetoric than anything else. Mm -hmm. Completely agree. Sorry, I'm readjusting our levels. We seem to have gotten quite a jump there. What happened? Oh, say again. What happened? What happened? Oh, I think we had a bad connection with the phone, and, and your voice wasn't coming through as clearly. Oh. Okay, so now you're loud and clear on the podcast. Okay. Okay. Jonathan, my voice is trashed right now, too. <laughs> it's okay. I would like to now ask your opinion on a couple other matters we've been discussing on this podcast. Um... Have you ever been involved in online dating? And you don't have to ask, answer if you don't want to. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not like a dating site, but like Facebook, MySpace, whatever. Oh, that's interesting. We haven't really talked about that yet. So, so you actually met someone on Facebook and went on a date with them through that? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I met them in a public place. And I had a friend go with me, you know, to make sure it was all kosher. Well, how did that even go down? Did he just send you a message on Facebook or what? Um, we just, like, we just started talking and just decided to meet. Started talking you know, how, though? Like, how did it even get started? How did you even bump into one another? Just Gosh. mutual friends? You know, I yeah, I couldn't even tell you because we... If when I think about it, we didn't even have any mutual friends, and I don't know if he started talking to me first or me to him. But 
I mean, you know, you could see what people's interests are and all that. And if you think, especially when Facebook was kind of new, I mean, this was right when everybody started getting on Facebook and, you know, you're just adding as many friends as you can. So, um, has anyone ever opened their communication with you by sending a cock shot? Um, no. Now, if someone, I just think about it. <laughs> now, if someone did send you a cock shot, an unsolicited photo of their genitalia, how would you react if it was a really nice penis? <laughs> um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I would probably go, oh, God, and then delete it. Even if it was a really nice penis. Even if it was a beautiful cock. It w- it, like, imagine this guy just came came from the I mean, salon. I to say, but is, is there such a thing... That, that was the point I brought up earlier. I, I don't think that there might, there might not be such a thing. I, I agree. I think a penis can only be so nice and uh, you know, so yeah. appealing to look at. My wife once said it looks yeah. like a sad elephant. <laughs> what? My wife once said penises look like a sad elephant. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, have you ever heard of... Wait, b- before we move away from the cock shot thing, is, is there ever any appropriate time in which a guy should send a woman a cock shot or could send a woman a cock shot? Um, well, are we talking, like, just on the Internet or, like, phone, too? Like, texting? Yeah, texting, I mean, phone, what if, too. What if you're, if you're, like, sexting someone, maybe? <laughs> okay, but do you think this sex thing would be appropriate before you actually meet someone or... Would this be like you're already seeing someone and then they send you a cock shot and then it's okay? Um, well, I think that it's entirely possible to meet and start dating someone over the phone or internet before you actually meet them. So, if, would, it, would it be okay at some point? In, in what situation would it be okay for someone to send you a cock shot before you've actually met that cock in person? Uh, before you met the cock in person. Gosh, I guess uh, if she starts, you know, kind of leading that way, I mean, I would think you would already have to be in a sexual type of discussion, you know, or, hey, baby, look what you do to me, you know. Okay. So uh, after some interest has been displayed by the female... Uh-huh. Okay. Um, now, in this hypothetical cock shot, would it be best to send a photo of a flaccid or an erect member? Oh, it'd have to be erect. Why would you send a picture of a lipstick? I have never sent a <laughs> cock shot, and I'm trying to learn the rules. <laughs> yeah, that should definitely be one of the first rules. <laughs> Gentlemen, take note. If you're going to send a cock shot, send it hard. We are establishing the etiquette of cock shots. It makes me think of the Seinfeld episode where uh, his Seinfeld, Jerry's girlfriend, walks in on George and he had been in the pool. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, shrinkage. And didn't he go and get photos taken? Um, no, 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 wait. That was a different one. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a tanning sock? 
tanning sock? A tanning sock. No. This is a sock. Well, you let her guess first. Okay. So what, what would you think a tanning sock would be? Well, I mean, a tanning sock, huh? Think Red Hot Chili Peppers. The tan- what? God, I just don't know. It is something that a gentleman wears while tanning. Oh, okay. So he puts it over the cock so that it doesn't get any of the ultraviolet rays. That is correct. Right? Okay. Well, you gave me enough hints. (laughs) Where would a gentleman wear a sock? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is there anything else from the... I mean, wouldn't wouldn't he want his cock to be just as tan as the rest of it? Well, that's the thing. The skin there is very, very sensitive. Have you ever been to a tanning salon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, once a long time ago. Are, do you go with no clothes on at all, or do you go with a bathing suit on? I went nude. Okay. Well, I thought, it, what, what's the point if you're going to have tan lines anyway, then just sit out in the freaking sun? Right. Were there any parts of you that you covered besides, like, wearing those little eye protector thingies that I've seen people wear when you uh, go tanning? Nope, nope, nope. Okay. And you didn't have any sort of um, problems with the UV exposure in your sensitive areas? No. Well, uh, ours is kind of protected, you know? Yours is just hanging out there, so... Right. (laughs) So yes, it it, uh, it is something that a gentleman wears to protect his sensitive areas while tanning. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. Makes sense. And then he doesn't have to wear the little bikini and get tan lines. <laughs> now, do you think that President Obama stands a good chance of being reelected? Oh, I thought you were going to ask if the President oh, Obama. Oh, was definitely. <laughs> I mean, the, the the main thing is. Is if people actually get out and vote. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do worry about that, but um, as far as I know, he's up in the polls if, um, yeah. Sorry, I lost my thought. No problem. <laughs> is there anything else going on in the political world that you feel gentlemen should be aware of? Um... Oh, gosh. No, just uh, other than that, I think they should um, stop getting so involved in, you know, women's health (laughs) and trying to control what women are doing, you know. So women's health is, is not an appropriate tool to help control what women are doing? Uh, No. Okay. I mean, I guess if, if that's your goal is to control women, that's a, the way to go. What are some other ways in which gentlemen might control women? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I guess it depends on the woman. Um, I mean, you, you'd have to manipulate pretty well. I mean, uh, I think I know guys that go about it by... Um, you know, they suck them in by being really nice and wooing them and then 
when they let their guard down. Bam. Asshole. Can I cuss on here? <laughs> you can cuss on here. We've said cock a lot of times since you've been on the phone. <laughs> Did I? Sorry. Cock is the word of the did day. I yeah. That I did have a few beers this morning as well. <laughs> I am particularly thankful for that. I think you've contributed some great material to this podcast. Oh, cool! Thanks. Uh, I was happy to anytime. Well, thank you very much, and uh, I hope you will be willing to come on again. Sure, sure. You have a good one. All right. Bye. All right. That is Veronica our uh, political correspondent who uh, resides in Houston. Well, that's about it for our time today. I'd like to thank uh, Veronica for her political contributions. And this is uh, Damian James and Ryan Patrick saying good day. Good day. This has been an episode of A Gentleman Always. Visit us on the web at www.agentlemanalways.com Email us at Show at a gentleman always dot com. Call the show at four eight zero seven eight eight four three six eight and remember to leave your callback number.